And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everyone. With Barocco Sepemando. Tune in live at 10:30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMGM, Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, I go my co-host in the house, Mando, what's up, how you doing, how you living, beautiful morning, I'm good man, how are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Look, it's it's just you and I today. I figured we get a little closer, uh, you know, on the on the YouTube stream. You know, I figured you know you get a little more intimate. You know, um, yeah, it does feel a bit more intimate, doesn't it? I, I, it looks. Are you hearing this? There's just no audio issues, and Ovi's the one that's not there. Wow. Hmm. One of you two is a bad guy. One of you two. Sounds like someone's been gaslighting you this entire time. Uh, you know, not that I'm trying to play both sides uh, here, but you know. Uh, it's starting to sound a little, you know, a little weird. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Yo, the, look at oh my god, this is the funniest YouTube message I've ever read. I just clicked on the Rug Radio Night Show, thinking it was live, and thought OSF looks different. It was Sobe. <laughs> oh my god, oh, let me take a screenshot of that and send that to my group chat with the boys in Night Show. <laughs> Dying. Whoa. That's so funny. I mean, I mean, Sobi is Ovi at home, right? Or is it Ovi as Sobi at home? Which one is it? I, I think originally it was. Um, oh, why can't I even hear myself at my headphones? But uh, yeah, originally it was Sobi is Ovi at home, and but it could go either way now, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Sobi's building. He's been building his personal brand a little more, so you know, he's he's working his way up to not being uh, Ovi at home, uh, and vice versa. It's true. That's funny that. The stream, no, the stream shows. People say they couldn't find the stream. The stream shows on top of the Rugby Radio YouTube. We're good. We're good. You scared me for a second. You scared me for a second. Uh, so we're, 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 we're good. That's so funny. But anyways, big GMs to everybody all around on YouTube and on Twitter spaces. You know what to do. At the bottom right of the Twitter space is a purple box. Drop a little retweet and come on the YouTube stream if you want. And if not, uh, you can just um, come on. If you're on YouTube, drop a little comment. I want to see some fours in the chat. Four, 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 four. <laughs> uh, I want to see some. Uh, uh, so what is, can you can you normally hear yourself in your headphones? Yeah. So the alpha is that the bot at the um, you know when you have two rows of colors on your roadcaster yeah. and there's four knobs at the top, right? Um, the first knob up. You're on number one. Yeah. So. I can hear you really well, but normally I can hear myself in my headphones. I'm wondering if that's because OSF's around as well. Like, maybe that's yeah. because of the echo. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Weird one. Anyway. Uh, one second. Okay, we're good there. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know, but I'm going to see a lot of fours in the chat. Four, four, four. There you go. Look at that. Four, four. Moon Safari. Four, four, four. Four. We should bring up Kaleo, actually. Did you see? I love when he posts this in the morning. Have you, have you gone into what he does for a GM? No. Bring it up. It gets you fired up. Does it? 
Hold oh. on, hold on. I'm fired the F up this morning. Let me tell you that. I mean, I woke up. I, I wasn't, I didn't check coin market cap. I was in form of Mando. And all of a sudden, a second, I checked the price of ETH and boom. Um, so what do, you, what do you post? I'll post it to you now. Which one is it? I put it oh, yeah, 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 every day. Let's pull it up. Let's play that. Let's play that. I mean, if that doesn't get you pumped up, if that doesn't get you pumped up, I don't know what will. Okay. I'm fired up. I'm fired up, right? I'm fired up. I'm fired 2K up. is a magnet. 40K is a magnet. 100K is a magnet. Fired up. Fire the fuck up. You know what is a magnet? $1 million Bitcoin. That's a magnet. That's a magnet. You know, I'm taking my socks off. I'm taking my sweater off. Okay, now I'm warm. I was cold before the show. I put socks on and a big ass sweater, and this thing just like made me like warm. You know, I should remake that video. I feel like it would be pretty funny. Like I, here at the station, I should remake that video. Uh, I definitely will uh, work on that. But anyway, anyways, anyways, today on the show we have another packed show. Our good friend Ovi is missing in action. action this morning. What was that? Are we good? Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, I will. I, I will keep my clothes on. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Someone said his wife uses that video to get fired up in the morning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you should fire up your wife in the morning. Uh, but, you know, what do I know? I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. But anyways, today on the show today. today okay. Yesterday was insane. I mean, yesterday's sh- yesterday, not the show. Yesterday as a day was absolutely fucking crazy we have a lot to cover this morning on the show let me see what i got as titles for y'all dj's market report crypto nft macro the other side two updates on that front the vessels are coming right you're gonna be able to cut decouple your coda but also gucci is making coda necklaces and they're about to get like six million dollars out of it too holy shit so that's <laughs> that's definitely interesting uh interesting and i definitely want to hear everybody's takes on that so at the bottom right please let me know what you think about the um gucci and body Piao club um collaboration of course we're going to be giving our thoughts and opinions on the show elon elon decided yesterday to choose violence and to seize the memes of production posting the meme on top of that and the dogecoin logo uh on top of that uh, what else happened four 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 cz fund i mean who would have thought that a fake thing would have dumped the market only for it to jump back up uh you know those fake rumors of of uh, of cz uh getting having like an arrest red notice arrest uh by interpol so four 
four, four. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then what else? What else? There was a Dutch Pigeon thing, but I do want to talk about it with Ovi when he's on the show, uh, being that he is an artist. Then, as usual, if you're part of the Sorare League for GM Web3 on Tuesdays, as you know, we do our league, the EPL. There's over there's almost 300 people now in our league. And today we're picking a winner for the EPL tickets and for the Neymar Limited card, Fire. Uh, and then... Last but not least, we will be joined by the Vertical Crypto Art team to talk about Proof of People, the event where we will be hosting our show live from on the 12th of April. Rug Radio is a partner to that for the 12th and 13th in uh, Brooklyn. It's going to be super cool. So excited to talk to McCall and team about their event at Zero Space in Brooklyn next week. So super, super excited. So anyways, without further ado, let's get right into it. Just kidding. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Yeah, GM, everyone. Look, it doesn't look like much has been happening, at least in, uh, in I would say, macro markets over the last two days. We're kind of unchanged. Um, some specific stuff ha happening in crypto. Obviously, crypto is ripping. Well, ETH, at least, is ripping this morning. It had dipped yesterday, as, uh, as Farouk was saying. You had some light FUD over the fact that uh, CZ might be arrested. Um, Interpol, which is like the international police agency, uh, had put out a red notice apparently. And this was kind of being spread by Kobe. I think he did like a digital signing message, uh, like a crypt cryptographic signing message about it, which I wasn't really paying attention to. But that was that's where the FUD kind of happened. Um, and also, you saw a massive run up in Doge because Elon started just doing various different things to pump Doge. So Doge went up to, I think, 10 cents, roughly, um, which is up about 25, 30%. And that caused a bunch of different altcoins to run as well. Um, there's a few, like, politics things, I guess, like, or more broadly, broad things over the last week or so. There's been, I guess, the big move over the last two or three weeks has been a move against the dollar by um, a number of different global powers, uh, mainly the BRICS countries, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, um, South Africa, if you want to include that as well. Um, and also the, the the countries which are kind of, I don't know, broadly against U US policy um, have done some deals. Interestingly, Saudi Arabia has has done some, uh, in, some, some deals with China um, w uh, on oil um, and also aligning itself to an OPEC OPEC is the um, is the oil cartel. That's literally its name. But they did a production cut. Both of these things are are like anti-US. There's there's a lot of friction at the moment between the Biden administration and Saudi Arabia. Um, they also, for example, Saudi Arabia and Iran, as Farouk knows, they are sworn enemies. Um, until about a couple of months ago, How did I know that. Until about a couple of months ago, when they decided to become friends again, which again was seen as a move against the U.S. So Saudi it's Arabia, China. it's China that brokered that peace. That's right. crazy to me. Like sworn enemies, like enemies in religion. Like that's like that bad. Like Sunnis and Shias, like literally, like crazy enemies. So you're seeing like a move against the U.S. by by Saudi Arabia in a number of different ways. Saudi Arabia is important because it controls a lot of the energy supply. And remember this time last year. Biden was like railing against them to increase output because energy prices were soaring. Um, and they basically decided to cut, cut um, OPEC uh, supply. 
um, which again is being seen as a move against the US. So you've seen weakness in the dollar. The dollar against all major currencies has moved lower over, over the last over the last week or two. Um, the euro dollar is back up to about 1.1. Euro sterling's are up to around 1.25. But the dollar's definitely been weak, and that's been a move kind of across the board. Um, it's interesting to see. Like, I don't know and I put a couple of tweets about this recently, but this definitely does feel like a bit of a coordinated attack against the US. This is, if you if you count the US empire, essentially, as having been built over the last 100 to 150 years, um, you're now starting to see maybe the fraying of it slightly, the move eastward in terms of power. I don't know if this means, if this is like China coming up to necessarily be the next big global superpower. They're definitely making a play for it. Um, but that's not necessarily what always happens. Like when the Romans, Roman Empire fell, you went into about 600 years of dark ages. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you need or, another power to come in and take it. You can just end up with kind of just a worse, a worse scenario across the globe. So it just feels as though US power is being questioned, being attacked in many different ways over the last six months, year. Um, and it doesn't really have the fiscal or monetary firepower to kind of fight back, although it does have an insane military. Um, so that's interesting. You also saw today that like Finland uh, is joined NATO. Um, oh, this really? Is, yeah, which is a big deal. Like um, this, it's this really, often, really it's not often that the new country gets to join NATO. No, no. And interesting, this is, Finland has a has a pretty big border with with Russia. One of the biggest borders of any country. It has, I think, nearly a thousand kilometer border. So this really fucks Russia. Like Russia tried to invade Ukraine and it hoped that Finland wouldn't get involved. And the reason why Finland is important is because all of well, all the major Russian nukes are based in northern Russia, in Siberia or in the peninsulas close to Finland. So the, the idea that Finland has joined NATO is like a massive, massive L for Russia. They didn't see that coming. Um, they never thought that Finland would join NATO. Uh, and now that they've done it, it just means like, remember, they, they got into the war with Ukraine because they were scared about Ukraine joining NATO because they thought weapons and nukes would be put into that region, which, you know, might be, a you know, uh, NATO had been expanding that way. The fact that now Finland, which has got a much bigger and perhaps even more important border with Russia, is now joined NATO. It's just like they completely dropped the ball. So to, a, a few interesting things happening on the on the political scene right now. Um one of them, I guess, is pretty anti-US, and the other one is pretty pro-Western, I would say, or maybe anti-Russia. Wow. A lot of, hap- lot of stuff happening. We're out here uh, talking about Nakamigos all day uh, on the timeline. Uh, you know, the whole world is burned. Uh, but <laughs> no, uh, that's interesting. I did not know about the Finland thing on theory just um, until you just uh, uh, mentioned it. So I guess there's uh, quite a lot brewing uh, on the geopolitical uh, spectrum. You know, maybe we should change this 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 show yeah, to GM GM geopolitical geopolitics GM it's, geopolitics. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting year, an interesting few years, I reckon. But other than that, the only reason why this is important is because the questions yeah. against the dollar yeah. are causing things like gold to rally. So gold is now above two thousand uh, dollars, comfortably above. It was up another two percent yesterday, and that's caused. This is like Balaji's argument to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Balaji's argument to a certain extent is that you're seeing the degradation of the global power of the dollar as well. He's saying by different means, as in 
that, that like there's a US banking crisis. But this will show up in other different ways. The idea that the US doesn't have the same sort of firepower it used to, not on a military basis, but in terms of a monetary basis, means that other people are able to challenge it and side with its enemies. And you're seeing the slow erosion of the purchasing power of the dollar. This is causing things like Bitcoin to rally. This is causing things like ETH to rally. This is causing things like gold to rally. So in that backdrop, stocks can do absolutely nothing. Like stocks have done nothing over the last two days. But you can see things like gold and you can see things like Bitcoin and ETH rally. And it doesn't need to be tied to the NASDAQ anymore. All that needs to be tied to is the slow degradation of the dollar, the, the power of the dollar. It's it's really crazy, dude. Like everything that's going on. I was just looking into a little more. Like, like again, I would know I was kidding, but on geopolitical like spectrum, like it's actually wild what's happening in the world at the moment. But the BRICS, the BRICS news is important. Just check it out. Like, even if you're not too into it, like if you're listening, B R I C S is the BRICS countries, and just Google that up and just just read about it, like an article or two about it uh, on, online, because it's 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 all it's good to know what's happening around you. Well, the uh, big stat, the big stat of the last two weeks has been that the BRICS. The BRICS is five countries. Yeah. That is now, and traditionally the world is said to be run by the G7. Um, the G7, uh, Canada, US, uh, uh, Germany, United Kingdom. Um, uh, it's, its share of global GDP, the G7, has now dipped below. Yeah. Right here. BRICS. So right people here. are saying this is like a seminal moment um, that you're seeing. These kind, yeah, that's that's the graph, the seminal moment where you're seeing these emerging markets. Well, they were emerging markets used to call them Brazil, Russia, India, China, um, to Africa. It's all- crazy to me, bro. Like when I was in school, they taught us about all this, and I studied like political science and all that good stuff. And it's nuts how like they used to teach us about the power of the United States, the power of the United States dollar. The power it is, the power. I'm talking about like French school, like when I was a kid, like, and it's crazy when you're grown up, I guess grown up or whatever you want to call it, like 15 years later, and and you see some some news like that from this morning, um, where led by China, India, the five BRICS nations now contribute for more than now contribute more to world GDP than industrialized G7. It's it's really makes you think a lot about where things went wrong. Yeah, look. Obviously, the population size of the BRICS is like huge. We're talking. We're talking. China itself um, has nearly a, a billion five people. Um, India three point twenty four billion people. I think part of the BRICS. Right. right. So it's about forty percent of the yeah. thirty to forty percent of the global uh, population size are in those countries. So on a per GDP map. Uh, per capita basis, you would say that's like per person basis. It's it's obviously much lower, but it does tell you that the power is swinging here towards um, these countries, and it's just interesting to see how that's going to play out in terms of markets and owning things which are decentralized currencies, which aren't tied to a nation state um, and are arguably nation states in themselves, um, could have a very very strong next. And I'm talking long time period like next decades rather than next just a year because if if you know back back in the day if you go back to like the roman times like when roman coins like they stopped being valuable like 
people stop accepting them. They you started having hyperinflation yeah. towards the end of empires, and you generally see this as all different empires. They get hyperinflation towards the end of them. Their currencies become less valuable, and if you were tied still to that economy, then you can be you you can get really badly hurt, right? This 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 is what Balaji keeps saying. Like these um, these cryptocurrencies, they, they provide the he uses like lifeboats essentially is the terminology but they provide a way for you to stay decentralized in your purchasing power either even as um the us or any single nation state falters yeah i mean there was a thread yesterday g-man sent to me uh it's balaji at i think it was midnight uh night before uh said everything is bust banks commercial real estate blue states hearing rumblings around insurance too the printing will be on a historical space uh scale as uh, will the desire to exit uh the printing so it's an interesting thread with over a million views um you know talk about insurance saying on the topic of insurance you know all those safe assets that uh, insurers hold uh, to pay you back a lot of that is in the fed devalued bond so things are not looking that great uh, and he's, you know, backing with a lot of uh, uh, statistics and whatnot. So it's an interesting thread um, that Balaji uh, yeah. put out. He's yeah. not wrong. He, he's way. not wrong about that. But, but, no. but, but I think his terminology is is particularly, I would say, is wrong. Very so, humorish, but well, it's it's different. Like, so with a bank, you have what we would call short term, short term liabilities, right? Someone can take out their money tomorrow. With an insurance company or with a pension company, that doesn't tend to happen, right? Like, unless there is some massive natural disaster, let's say a Katrina-level disaster, insurance premium, like insurance payouts, are relatively stable over over a, uh, over a period. Like, obviously, with certain big events, they can be much higher. Mm. Um, so they're kind of predictable. You don't get bank runs on insurance companies. You don't get bank runs on pensions. Like people normally die around the same time. Like you can normally work out how that's going to happen. So they don't have that same level of like bank runs, unlike the banking system. Now they they could be deemed insolvent though. There was a massive. What has happened is they've invested in all these securities, which are now down massively. Pensions, insurance companies, um, commercial real estate is a big one. Um, commercial real estate is probably a slightly different kettle of fish, but you could say that right now, if everyone had to claim an, on insurance or everyone had to claim, I don't know, things like pensions, like everyone started to retire tomorrow, these, th these, these are insolvent. It's just that you don't have to deal with them tomorrow. Those are things that you can deal with down the line. But um, he's not wrong in that they are potentially insolvent. Mm -hmm. There's no... There's no liquidity issue right now. We would say that there's no short-term liquidity issue. Commercial real estate is its own kettle of fish, though. Like a lot of people are talking about this. So commercial real estate is is loans that you would do. Um, you know, like after COVID, most downtowns in the US, most down, downtowns in Europe, like people aren't using uh, buildings. Like uh, occup occupancy rates for a lot of big skyscrapers or commercial real estate across major cities and towns is down like twenty to thirty percent. Sometimes even forty percent, and these these were cities which are already under stress. Like you look at places like California or many cities in the U.S., they were already having issues with, you know, center of town being reclaimed by um, huge issues with homelessness and and just like they weren't great places to be already. And now they've now they've become even more of an issue. 
and bank a lot of banks have this on their on their um on their on their books a lot of cities themselves have a lot of debt around this so you know there's a lot of questions here about whether the fed will have to step in to stop detroit style things happening to a bunch of us states and similarly that would happen in places like the the uk or in europe and you know that 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 generally has a much that that could actually have liquidity issues because the 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 term of the loans there is more let's say 5 to 20 years it's not 50 years let's say so the liquidity need there could be very quick and there's been massive massive loans being taken out like how many people did you hear doing the trade before rates started going up where they take out huge amounts of debt they'd own like a thousand different airbnb properties or they'd own a thousand like the the money that went into us us housing before rates started to go up was just wild because just so long and like that could that could easily uh, turn. So again, he's not wrong about some of those things. He, he just maybe is being a bit too aggressive about the timing. Yeah. I mean, look, it's bumping my bags. So uh, listen, uh, Bitcoin was not. It's it's interesting to see that ETH ran like crazy over the last twenty four hours on versus Bitcoin. Uh, but obviously, the biggest mover was uh, Dogecoin. So speaking of which, speaking of which, speaking of which, speaking of which, on the NFT side, uh, Mando, uh, I don't know if we want to get into that. Not. I guess like the attention is really not really on NFTs at the moment, right? Um, with this massive ETH pump, usually things tend to slow down. Uh, also, Nakamigo is getting you know the, the pullback, which is I mean it's normal. Um, happens every time. I think they hit almost 0.9 ETH yesterday while on the show 24 hours ago. Uh, we got all euphoric about the tattoos and whatnot, and Beeple text, uh, tweeting that he's going to do another piece uh, if they hit that. Uh, and it was somewhat of a pullback. There's some good movement on the other deed. Uh, that was a Gucci announcement. I want to get to that in a second, actually. Um, but besides that, I mean, look, clones, doodles, and birds are still, you know, hovering around the threes. A tiny bit over three. D-Gods bounced uh, 10% uh, back to 875. Not too sure how the migration seems to be going pretty well on that front. Let me go Magic Eden real quick and let you know how many D-Gods are on left or on Solana. But it's not that many. It's uh, And some of them may be lost, I read. So there's 1,300 uh, left over there. The floor there is 819 soul, but the bid is 665 soul. Um, it looks like Azuki's just strong. Stayed around 14 ETH. Um, Board Ape 62. I think Punks are around that as well. Uh, oh, yeah, Rap Punk 63, actually. I didn't know That's the rap wild, punk. wild volume going through in punks, though, right? I think, uh, yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, 59 here. 59 on blur here. Uh, what's the volume like over 24 hours? One day volume, 10,000 ETH. Jesus Christ. It's crazy. How are the bids doing? There's a lot of bids at 59 ETH. That's wow. Uh, but there's only 139 listed on blur, right? Because the, the other thousand are listed on the actual CryptoPunks website, uh, which they're at 59 point. Uh, five ETH as well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's good to see. I mean, look, it's it's holding strong, but that's about it on, on that front. I guess the big news, I guess, yesterday from from any um, NFT collection was uh, the Gucci news. Uh, obviously, the news came out last week, but yesterday is when the tweet put out. Nine oh five nine pointed out yesterday, but something I've been pointing out, um, you know, a lot on the show with brands. I like the fact that Gucci is posting this from the Gucci account. You know, like, hey, look, regardless of what people think of the necklace, I get it. Some people are saying it's usually like a $500 necklace because silver necklace. But since it's branded as a digital copy to it, um, it's more expensive. 
Uh, definitely, I put in a poll at the top of the Twitter spaces, but also in the YouTube. It's not a poll, but you can reply in the comments. Um, so there's two polls. One of them, do you think Elon knows that was an NFT? Because we're going to get to that in a second. But the second poll is, are you buying the Gucci and BAYC necklace or other side necklace, whatever you want to call it, right? It's called BAYC, other side, same thing. So leave us a comment. And while you're commenting, make sure you like the stream and you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, uh, but... Uh, introducing the first discovery of hashtag other side relics by Gucci. Uh, uh, hashtag Gucci codependent paying homage to the origins of at other side meta. Hashtag Gucci. Dude, whoever runs a Gucci account did not read the report that came out about the Twitter algorithm. Because <laughs> it literally tells you to not use that many hashtags. <laughs> so if you're listening, or if you're going to end up listening, just read it. You know, I don't know. Maybe you could use. But look, it, that certainly how that certainly didn't mean anything because, you know, whenever there's a big that goes to show you, they get a lot of engagement, dude, when it comes to like these things, uh, which is pretty cool. I'm going to um, which is pretty wild. But introducing this necklace. So the codependent on the other side of XYZ. Uh, so Gucci tweeted 17 hours ago uh, coming to life. In both digital and physical form, the Gucci Coda pendant will present itself uh, first as a metadata upgrade for your Coda or Vessel NFT, then as a physical Gucci jewelry necklace, Other Side Relics by Gucci. It, look, there's the hashtag Other Side Relics by Gucci, so it seems like there's probably going to be more than just one relic uh, made by Gucci. That's my thoughts, right? It doesn't mean it's true. Um, and then those eligible to purchase can do so on Thursday, April 6th, so as in two days uh learn more on the other side meta's blog post then what i liked and i found interesting mando is that vogue actually covered um covered that yesterday uh vogue made an article in uh in uh, in uh in uh yeah vogue business there you go technology and they wrote uh gucci is designing fidgetal please please don't use that word please for the love of god please don't use the word fidgetal. Um, Gucci is designing fidgetal. I hate that word. <laughs> Do you like the word fidgetal? Does it not make you cringe every time? Um, I don't know. I, you seem to be like really pissed yeah, off. At it. I can't stand the word fidgetal. Like I just can't. Yeah, right, guy. Exactly. Not fidgetal. Uh, but Gucci is designing f goods for board ape. <laughs> Gucci is designing digital and physical goods for Bored Ape's metaverse world. Um, the latest step in Gucci's metaverse storytelling is an ongoing partnership with Bored Ape Yacht Club parent company, Yuga Labs, including a limited edition digital pendant with a physical counterpart. See, this is very nicely said. A limited edition digital pendant with a physical counterpart. Uh, so there's an article about it. If y'all are, are curious to read about it, just Google Gucci Vogue and it literally comes out right away. Uh, I thought that was really cool, um, Mando. And obviously there's a whole article about it. At the end of the day, whether people like the Gucci pendant or not, um, I think it's cool that you're going to be actually able to use it. Like it's going to be a metadata upgrade on your Coda or your Vessel, uh, which we got uh, more news on uh, as well. Um, and clearly you're going to be able to wear it uh, in the other side or whatnot. So there's going to be something. I like the idea of it being like digital tied to physical. The fact that you're going to be able to obviously like there's the metadata upgrade you're using the in the metaverse and whatnot. And mind you, I know it's more money than the actual Gucci um, digital good because it's around 500 bucks because what uh, it's an ape coin. So it seems like it's about it comes down to what 1500 bucks a pop or something like that uh, with current ape coin price. Gucci's taking ape coin like Boy Ape Yacht Club two years ago. Right. Well, it didn't exist, first of all, because it's at the end of the month and they turned two. But two years later, it's in vogue 
It's collab with Gucci. You talked to me about a digital uh, collectible tied to a physical, which you can actually use in your metaverse. These these words would have never... If these words had come out of my mouth two years ago, you'd think I'm fucking crazy, right? And it's actually happening. What is your take here? I I think this is cool, regardless of the price and whatnot. People flooded the Tiffany pendant too, and this shit is fire. Like, crazy. And now there's a lot of people behind the scenes buying punks tied to Tiffany pendant. Like, actually. Um, so... I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I saw it and I wanted one. So yeah. after that, I was like, I even texted Obi. I was like, I actually really want to get some of these codependents. Um, I don't really know. Price, I guess, maybe a bit high. Yeah, 458. Yeah, it is. It is higher. But I want one. Yeah, that you that you you're actually the bullish thesis on this thing. You know that, right? Like what you yeah. just said. Like people, because you can afford it, you don't really care, and you want one. Like literally, this is the like the luxury market doesn't give a shit if someone can't afford a piece of clothing or two thousand dollar handbag. They sell regardless. If you look at the statistics, the luxury market is only getting bigger. I mean, Bernard Arnault is only getting richer. <laughs> you know, he's the richest man in the world. You know, so it's it's just like. And by the way, for us, they don't own Gucci, right? They own the LVMH Group. Uh, Louis Vuitton more and Hensi, but point being, like these brands are only getting bigger, and yeah, Mando is the demo, literally, and and you know what, uh, Mando, um, I think it's cool that they're taking ApeCoin. The hell, like, it, this is not a dollar like sale, right? And I think if I'm not mistaken, someone did the math. If it's 450 Ape, right? So it's three 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 times 450. That's 1.5 million ApeCoin. That's wild. So, which comes to around six million United States dollars, dude. Like, this is only going to attract more fashion brands. I mean, fashion is going to be huge. Um, in in, in Web three, spoke at the Fashion Summit in Paris. It was incredible. The people I met there, the brands I met there, they were all there, right? All these big big dogs and big players. They're all interested in Web three. I've had the conversation. We have the conversations ongoing all the time behind the scenes. It's fascinating what's going on in that world. Um, and then to see something like that make the headlines on Vogue and stuff. I understand NFT people want to complain here and there, but dude, like, why don't you just take this as a dub for once and just like run with it? Like, it's actually, to my, in my opinion, it's something good. Like, you know. So I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. It's Coda though. I thought it was gonna be a board APR club collab, Mando. I was intrigued by the choice of the Coda, but it makes sense because if in the metaverse your Coda is gonna be to rock your necklace. It makes more sense, right? So now that leads me to think, do you think a Coda down the line, which has the metadata upgraded to have the Gucci pendant, would be worth more? I don't know. But it's a bet I would take at 458, personally speaking. You know? And yeah, I, I, like I agree. My Coda's my son, and I want him to be dripped out in the metaverse. That's your fucking uh, thesis right there, right? <laughs> I like my Coda. I minted it. I want him to be dripped out. Right, so I think it's cool. I mean, profits. You joined us on the Twitter space. What are your thoughts here? GM, GM. Um, I agree. Right, this is bullish for the space as a whole. Gucci, all that good stuff, mainstream. Um, I, I wanted the, I want the Coda necklace. Let's be honest, we all want it, right? I, I, I mean, you're Coda you're a hype beast as well. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But, but what would dawn on me was it's sterling silver. You know, for know. two thousand dollars. So I'm right. just like, you know, but 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 I get it. I no, get but you're it. right on that. You're right on that. It's true. It is a five hundred dollar necklace sold for three to four times the price. You're but not I guess wrong. that's what NFTs is, right? Artifact did that with like the fucking seven thousand right. dollars or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, I get it. 
Yeah, it, there is a premium, I guess, that people are willing to pay, right? I guess we'll see if it, like, there's 3,333 units, right? So we'll see if it sells out. The market will speak for itself. But I have a feeling, it's you know, sell. yeah, oh, I, I think it would sell out. I mean, I, I'm going to definitely try and get one. Uh, that's for sure. And look, like, I like the fact that, again, I'll say it again. Sorry, I said it again. Vogue and all this stuff, I think. This is really cool, and it's just continue to do cool stuff over there. Um, and uh, oh, they mentioned the CryptoPunks pendant. Like a lot of people were fighting the pendant, but like from my like in, um, my um, from my experience going to conferences with it and whatnot, people are just like loving it. But again, it's not a silver pendant. It's different. It's a different ball game. It's Tiffany. Uh, but I find that Gucci and uh, Yuga Labs mix is perfect. Like it's to me, I think it's just a match made in heaven. Like, cause if if you're gonna think that like LMS is like the Birkin, uh, sorry, the uh, Punks is like the Birkin of the metaverse, then then what is a board Yacht club uh, at the price that it's at? It's the Gucci, right? It's like the that's me personally. That's, I would like tie it to Gucci more. Like I think it's a really good match brand wise um, for for board Yacht club. Now for Gucci. I'll leave that up to interpretation. People can tell me if they think it's a good match for them or not in the timeline. Uh, you can tag us, but uh, for board Yacht club. It's definitely a good fit. <laughs> so they're definitely winning there. Uh, so it's interesting. All right. Well, I guess we'll see more about where to buy those. Uh, I'm not too sure when. It says um, 3,000. Uh, okay. Being told, centering blue and curves. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, profits. you have the detail on where the sales? Have they posted? Uh, I think I found it. There you go. I think I found it. It is on Codependent, the other side of XYZ. So it's the whole thing on their website. Look, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, when you think about it, you know, BAYC, like every ape got uh, airdropped a whole lot of ape coin, right? How much ape coin was airdropped originally? So I guess they're always playing on that, right? I like, was about to say that too. I always, yeah, exactly. I, I always think about that, that they play off of the fact that we kind of got stuff for free. So yeah. I get that. Yeah, exactly. They play off of that fact for sure. I mean, we'll see. I mean, wait, 450 ape coin. How much ETH is that? So it's it's an ETH. Yeah, it's, it's one ETH. Actually, it's about an ETH. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, Mendo, you're muted. I can see your Mikey thingy. I think Board Apes were given like 10,000, just over 10,000 ape 10,000 ape coin, right? So, so that's that's it, Profits. I think they're, they're always playing on that. Like, this is how much you were given, right? Because technically speaking, like, ape coin is separate. So then Yuga Labs, of course. Uh, and so you're given this token, and then, like, you'd use it for, like, because it's not a security, right? It's not supposed to have the dollar value. You're not supposed to sell it. You're supposed to use it within uh, the ecosystem, which is like other side and all different things. Um, and so you use it on stuff like ApeCoin. If anything, that's pretty good utility on a, of a token. Uh, if you ask me a Gucci collaboration, you know, like, like I, I, like as someone who has a token out, like you tell me Gucci tomorrow says, yo, like we're going to sell something rug. Like I'm jumping on this, like no tomorrow, right? Like it's a no brainer to me. Uh, so it's interesting. So yeah, definitely check out this website. It's interesting. Speaking of collectibles, I mean, we do have the king, the CEO of Collectibles in a studio. Let me bring him up. Buster, what's up? Good morning. How you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Oh, we hear you loud and clear, okay. my I, friend. What I, do you I brought some you? stuff this week. I can't wait for you. Definitely head over to the YouTube stream if you want to see some crazy relics. Now that we're on the topic of digital and physical collectibles, definitely head over to YouTube. It's pinned at the top. While you're at it, uh, there's a um, uh, what is it called? A poll. <laughs> if you would buy the Gucci necklace or not. And also, if you think Elon, that was an NFT, uh, to share your thoughts. But Buster, what do you think of this? Now that we're on topic of this, of the topic of like this limited run, it's a collectible in a way, right? No matter how people see it. 
um, that is tied to your Board Ape Yacht Club NFT? Like, what do you think of it as like a collectibles expert? <laughs> well, I think it's smart, right? You know, the funny thing with NFTs is there was a very low barrier to entry for a long time, whereas with physical collectibles, the barrier to entry is so extraordinarily high because you actually have to manufacture and get product out there. So I think it's only natural that the biggest winners with digital collectibles start to produce some physical. Uh, it's a no-brainer uh, to me, and I think it's really smart to give you know collectors both because they both matter they're both important and they're both going to be around forever yeah dude one thing's for sure is yuga man whoever makes their websites they're always so good i mean you just scroll down and it's just so clean no matter the website look at this just last thing on this pendant thingy coda pendant metadata trait permanent visual upgrade to the selected coda it's a permanent visual upgrade. Vessel or Vessel NFTs, including a Coda pendant for your Coda or Vessel and branded limited edition frame. Downloadable. So you really like, it really just upgrades. Like I said, like it literally like just upgrades a drip on the Coda and then you get to have it there permanently, it seems. So definitely uh, interesting. Uh, and there's all the details of it on there. Uh, and at this stage, we need a Gucci sponsorship. Uh, so I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Hey, Gucci, I just gave you your bullish thesis on this show all morning long. All right. Uh, you know, it's time to cut a check. Let's open his fashion vertical on Rug Radio. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I second that. <laughs> we're definitely looking into it. No, but we're definitely talking to a lot of fashion houses since Paris. Like, I, it opened my eyes a lot when I was at NFT Paris. For me, that was the biggest, the big eye opener there in this trip was like the fashion um, industry because I went to two fashion events over there and it was incredible to see how many people um, are getting That's involved. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy. But anyways, Buster, I'm super happy that we have you on, on video this morning. We're definitely going to do the whole Sora segment and lineups and all that good stuff. But first, I believe you brought some pretty cool stuff on the show today. I brought some cool stuff. I'm going to run through it quick because I know a lot of people are listening on audio and I'll try to describe things uh, for that. But first here, we have an Abraham Lincoln uh, appointment from during the Civil War. Uh, so this was sent originally from uh, a guy who wanted to be the Brigadier General of the Civil War in New Mexico. He then sent it to the <laughs> Attorney General of the United States, uh, which is uh, a little bit on this side and then all of this. And then he basically, the guy who wants to be the attorney general is asking the attorney general uh, to basically use his sway with President Lincoln. And it's crazy to think about him as like a person that can be persuaded in real time. Uh, and this shows that. And then Lincoln signs it off at the bottom and approves the motion for this guy to become the brigadier general in uh in new mexico and then he signs it and dates it the crazy thing about the date here too is it's dated april 14th uh and anybody that knows lincoln history that's the day that he was shot um so this was a couple years before but on that date and one of the only documents known where lincoln actually saw that date wow on paper so that that's a fun one all right next up we have george washington acknowledging that he was in debt uh, when he was in his early 20s, he spent too much money on real estate, and he actually went into debt and had to sell bonds to cover his debt. This is One a bond. This is a bond receipt that George Washington, uh, you know, had to get. You know, basically sell bond to a friend to cover those debts. And this is the receipt for that bond that he sold. That before uh, he was president. For, yeah, when he was in his early 20s. Yeah, he wasn't president for another 10 years. Um, Wow. And he wasn't, he was obviously wasn't general yet either. 
uh, and the signature is me and George out. Washington have more in common than I. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's one of yeah, us. Hey, he, you can become George Washington too. It's, it's not too late. Hey, um, in your twenties, you could always end up as one of the most iconic presidents of the United States of America. Never give up on your dreams. Right. Yeah. You'll <laughs> never be the first president, but you can be a president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the highest grade Abraham Lincoln signature in the world. It's a uh, gem mint 10. Uh, it's the only full name Lincoln 10 signature. Uh, what? And if you hold it up to the light, I don't know if you can see here, oh, but this is the presidential seal from the appointment of the postmaster general of the United Wait, States. What is that again? Was, what's up? What is that? What is that artifact? This, it's the presidential seal. Uh, so this was, it's from my perspective, it's uh, very bright red. Um, but this was the appointment for the postmaster general, which at the time was a really big job. Like that's like being the head of the internet and all postal service today. Like that's all that there, <laughs> that's all that there was. Um, so that's a fun one. Here's Warren Buffett, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, responding to a letter from a pastor. Buffett notoriously doesn't sign that much. He doesn't do that much. You're not going to find him out. He's not an athlete. He's not signing baseballs before every game. Uh, you know, he's in an office in Omaha, Nebraska, and he's inaccessible to the world. But this pastor sent him a letter and asked for him to respond with a signed photograph. Buffett said, sorry, don't have any photos, but here's a signature, and then gave it a very nice, bold uh, Warren Buffett signature. I love that. Okay. This, this is the earliest known photo of the Titanic. Uh, it's a type one photo. Uh, so this is the Titanic during construction. And the type one photo is basically the original, the first development off of the original negative within two years of it being taken. So this is from 1909. And that is the Titanic. But that's an actual photograph. Like it's, it was taken in 1909. Uh, yeah, it was taken in 1909 and then developed in 1909. Oh, yeah, wow. so this is as as was in 1909, taken by the Brown brothers, who were famous photographers. Turn it around one more time for me. I find this fascinating. Sorry, I, I just like. Yeah, here it is. Earliest known photo of the Titanic during construction. When I got this, like about a year ago, I couldn't stop looking at it for like three months. That's dude. Uh, that's crazy. So it's an actual photograph that's over a hundred years old. That's... Yeah, it's like the original NFT, right? Literally. But let me ask you something. What's the PSA on that? So it's authenticating it as a type one photograph. Got um, it. So there's it. So it says uh, original photograph, construction of Titanic Brown brothers, who are the photographers type Damn. one authentic 1909 to 1910, which was the two year span that it had to have been developed in for it to be considered a type one. Um, so it's a development off when you took a photo back then it was a negative and then you had to develop the negative and a type one is a development off the negative within two years of it being taken. Yes. And they didn't do many. And this is it. This is the one of the Titanic during construction, which is crazy because when they took this, the Titanic was, you know, going to be a big deal, but not, you know, if not the Titanic, it if it never sank, we wouldn't, none of us would know about it probably. Um, wow. So there's that here. I got, did you uh, find this one? Is this something you find on like eBay just like that? Or did you have to go through like oh, schools that, and people? Yes. Like how do you find something like that? If you don't mind yeah. me asking. Yeah, none of that stuff was on eBay. Um, that was all auction houses or getting it from an auction house before it went into auction. Uh, or, or yeah, just, you know, finding something that I think is, you know, uh, underrated or undervalued in, you know, auctions like that. What I'm about to show you, though, is something that I haven't showed anybody. 
This is going to be the first time I've showed a small oh. piece of this of this new collection that I'm building. You're going to love this. These are the original backgrounds and artwork from the first season of SpongeBob, also known as some of the biggest memes in the world. These are the one of one physical copies. Basically, the context is during season one of SpongeBob, everything was hand painted. So the backgrounds were all hand painted. The cells were all hand painted. They're about Have you seen the whole show. The whole show, and only the first season. After the first season, it went to CGI and digital animation. But 20 episodes in the first season were hand-painted. And I've been collecting the art from those 20 episodes. Here, I'll show you a few more. This is Gary's Library uh, in the Sleepy Time episode. This is uh, crazy. Is the, are those paintings? Yeah, these are paintings. These are gouache paintings that were done by somebody on the Nickelodeon team, one of three people. Uh, who are in charge of that. Bro, that yeah. is literally one of the coolest collectibles I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm about to show you the best known painting, in my opinion, of the inside of SpongeBob's kitchen at the Krusty Krab. There it is. Oh, but wait, let me... It's paintings, paintings, huh? Yeah, these are paintings. Uh, you know, it, it's it's funny, depending on the... I obviously know way too much now uh, <laughs> from doing months of due diligence on these but that is so sick. Well, let me remove the full screen. See what the chat. Thinks. This is another. This is another fun one. This is the future and past switch from SB one twenty nine. They all have the episode name, which background number it is over here. They were usually about two hundred uh, backgrounds per uh, per episode. Here, I'm going to show you a few more. Uh, I couldn't bring. There are ones that are even bigger than these. Uh, these are just the ones that are easier. Plus, this is do you like Picker's TV show? That's funny. Sandy's Treehouse from Sleepy Time. How does one become Indiana Jones? <laughs> They're calling you Indiana Jones in the chat. That's hey, funny. I'll take That's it. That's funny. There's another background from Squeaky Boots. Bro, uh, so what made you want to collect? Like, honestly, I, I've known Buster for a minute now. He's always collected some crazy shit. But what made you want to collect that? Well, I'll give you the... Uh, I'll, give, I'll give your people the scoop. You know, the... You know, peak financial maturity for any collector is age 52. Um, you know, and judging off of when SpongeBob came out, you know, the people that grew up watching it are nowhere near their financial maturity. I grew up watching the show. I love the show. I know every scene in every show. I can quote you 10 of my favorite SpongeBob. Like, I love the show. But it's also because of the demographic that grew up watching it. You know, and that's the demo that basically runs the Internet now. That's why SpongeBob memes are so frequent, you know, around the Internet, because it's so ingrained in all of us. Uh, mm -hmm. And there, you know, it's just a very easily memeable show because it, it talks about so many different things. Episodes are about completely different subjects. There's a meme for literally everything. There's more SpongeBob memes on the Internet than any other show that I can even think of. And it's not I anywhere close. Um, so the combination of all of those things, plus, you know, the true scarcity and, you know, my approach to it, which is the iconic scenes, the iconic moments, uh, you know, I think this art is more recognizable than anything in any museum in the world, um, you know, and SpongeBob, you know, more people know who lives in a pineapple under the sea than, you know, who the president is. Um, you know what? That's you know. actually so true. It's pretty crazy when you think about it, huh? It's and I like that earlier you said it's the original memes. 
Oh yeah, well that Squidward one that I showed you at the beginning with with that cell. Here's one from. Uh, it's fascinating how they used to make shows out of these paintings. Oh yeah, the artwork is insane. This is a. Uh, this is a fun one. This is the uh, sign-in no, sheet classic. from from SpongeBob uh, Muscle Bob Buff Pants. Uh, that was Sandy Cheeks sign-in sheet. Dude, this is, this is uh, crazy to me. Commercial dude. background from uh, when, like, in the there's an episode for anybody that knows SpongeBob, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he's yeah, like selling the anchor said, arms. Someone uh, says, "Imagine owning a George Washington honorary from 250 years ago." <laughs> Here's a nice little plankton. Yeah, this is sick. How many of those do you have? A decent amount now. Yeah, these are these are just a couple of them. The SpongeBob stuff is crazy. I've seen you collect all sorts of crazy shit. I obviously like you got me all into like Pokemon and stuff. We got into the whole NFT stuff, you and I together the same night. Um, but and obviously I went down that route, but you kept collecting these crazy physicals. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Is that like the craziest thing you've ever collected when you think if you think about it? Most people think it's the Washington and Lincoln stuff, but for me, SpongeBob stuff is way crazier because I think it's crazier. It's it's just so worldwide known and, and, you know, it's actually very scarce because only, you know, the first season, 20 episodes A and B. Uh, and it, it's actually funny. It has some ties to Pokemon because they both came out in 1999 in the U.S. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's wild. <laughs> it's just crazy to think about. It honestly feels like I'm holding like the world's childhood in my hands, uh, which is like a weird it's a weird feeling. You're literally seizing the memes of production. Like, Mando, isn't that literally what it is? Like, he just seized an original meme of production that it was used for the production of, like, some of the most popular, like, memes, which is, like, obviously Spongebob. It's actually nuts. Wait, this one, hold on. Let me, let me zoom you in again. Hold on. Spongebob yeah. and Pepe. They're the two. Spongebob and what? Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> Spongebob. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know what physical stuff exists for, for Pepe, but... It's, gotta... it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Um, some of the artists have been making physicals and paintings of their stuff. I've seen them, but nothing like... I don't. I, I haven't seen it. I mean, this is like... How old is this? Well, 24 years old now. <sighs> That's nuts. That is hype, dude. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing compared to like, uh, you know renaissance paintings that have lasted for hundreds of years but uh yeah it's it's such an integral part you know to basically 20 years worth of people on earth that's insane and uh that <laughs> that's so crazy yeah you know, why we got everyone here make sure you like the stream and subscribe to our channel because we host this show every single morning uh on on youtube now which is super fun i mean buster that's that's absolutely fucking sick uh, I absolutely Thanks, love that. Do you still collect like sports cards? Like, are you still like, deep? yeah, okay, cool. Of course, of course. Cards, tickets. I really don't, I almost, I very rarely sell anything. So anything that I have collected is just, it's uh, accumulating more than anything. I love to give stuff away though. That is something that I do love. I love to give things to friends. I love to, you know, just give and you stuff give away. To that. Me, like, you give me something like that. I remember when Buster yeah, said, 1990s what was it uh the pack what was it called the basketball cards oh it was like an nba hoop sealed pack yeah you pulled a jordan i pulled a jordan i pulled yeah, a 99 jordan that was pretty thick it feels that cool was, to pull a jordan 
Not everybody can say that. <laughs> Not everyone can say it. It's it's over there. You can't see it, but it's next to it's I put it on the Muhammad Ali card because um, oh. yeah, I gotta I gotta send you guys some SpongeBob production drawings. There's uh basically the way that the series worked is they would do a production drawing and then they would send it to uh, Korea and they would paint over the cells, but the backgrounds, which are you know everything other than the Squidward here, uh, that was all hand painted in, in the US. That one is crazy. That Squidward is absolutely uh crazy um the, i mean knowing nftmfers these are probably already sold out uh online uh so. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i will i will say i want you know people should be careful if they do see stuff because uh and you have to photo match each dot to what you actually see in the show because there were some that were made that didn't end up being used in production um and there are also some like online now that like i've tried photo matching and have been unable to so Proceed with caution if if there's interest. That is definitely a good point. I mean, physical collectibles is a whole other ball game. Uh, I yeah, don't know. It's how not it. verifiable on the blockchain. It's a totally people get honestly people probably get screwed way more in physical collectibles with like making mistakes than digital. I mean, even you saw when Logan Paul was sold like all these fake first edition Pokemon boxes for like millions of dollars, right? Yeah, he had a sealed case. He got his money back though. No, but he did. Yeah, I heard yeah that. not not everybody is that lucky. Not everybody's. Logan Paul to be able to get their money back on, on, onto, <laughs> onto something like that. Uh, that right. is, uh, for sure. I mean, that's, that's, um, that's actually crazy to me. I'm so happy that you came this morning, um, to, uh, to show us this, but anyway, so how's the show going? Who'd you have this week? Who, who are you having? Who'd you have last week? Well, Billy McFarlane episode that's live. That? Hell yeah. And then Ravel is going live this week. And then oh. we have we have a whole we got uh, Max Siegelman, who's the founder of Siegelman Stable. I which, know Max. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, that's coming up. We've got a bunch of good episodes coming up. So it's been really great. And, and some really fun, you know, short form stuff, too. Like I told the story of uh, of the of the Honus Wagner uh, T206. Yeah, that's that's the main Apple feed. The Billy one should be up there shortly um, through the RSS feed. But that's live on YouTube now, too. Um, and, uh, sick. I was looking at it the other day. Um, yeah, just having fun. We're, you know, very, very early still, but you know, it's been, a it's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah. That Chase B episode. That's a fun one. Dude. It's crazy. Yeah, it's episode just went weren't live. you guys neighbor? Weren't you neighbors with Chase B? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, in the city for a couple of years. Oh, uh, there it is. Um, so if you guys want to see this, this interview with Billy McFarlane, <laughs> Definitely check it out because there's uh there's <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it after that's wild <laughs> that's so crazy so this is Buster's channel definitely check it out there's a lot of definitely. good stuff there. yeah so that T206 Wagner story is pretty fun it's about um it's about basically the story of how nobody's ever lost money on that card and why it's valuable uh, oh, wow. it's probably the most famous baseball card in the world and the story is. Uh, because either Wagner didn't want kids buying tobacco boxes to try to pull his cards, or he thought he wasn't getting paid enough. But for either reason, they stopped production. And uh, there are only a dozen out there. Nobody that's ever sold one has ever lost money on it. They continue to increase. One cut in half sold for half a million dollars. Uh, and then, you know, speaking uh, of so rare, um, you know, you know, going from you know, physical collectibles in the early 1900s and, you know, people, you know, that owned Honus Wagners and owned mantles and wish they could get other cards because of that. You know, it was one or the other, right? You were either trading your card and getting a different card or you were holding your one card forever. 
but SoRare completely flips that switch, right? Yeah. Now you can have your the equivalent of the Honus Wagner, which is probably a, a unique card of a superstar today, and that can continuously benefit you for years to come because the cards don't expire. Um, so that's that's why you know I got so excited about SoRare and why I've been playing NBA and MLB now, and you know yeah, we've yeah, got I saw, their sponsor. I saw the out East like. Um, yes, we were talking about it. I actually wasn't aware right away. The MLB rolled out, but also with ETH competitions, like you actually like gain some ETH for that. You're good at baseball stuff. I feel like you're it, it, between you, Sobe, and stuff. It's not fair. That's why I play football, EPL, because I know you guys are not playing. <laughs> it. I'm high, and even in there, Mando, we got rinsed last week. We got absolutely fucking rinsed. But just one last thing on that, what you're saying about the the Sora thing, because that's actually why I saw it on Rogrito account the other day. Um, the Mbappe card. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, uh, big sale. Yeah, sold for 109 ether, 180,000 euros, so about 200 grand uh sold last week. And actually, uh Sobi was pointing out last night, I'm curious to see tomorrow morning, there's a Doncic, um like a very limited Doncic card that just hit the auction uh on the NBA mm. side. Yeah, yeah, he was saying that usually these goes for like 40, 50 G, so it's That uh, will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's what Sobi was saying yesterday. He was like freaking out on the show. He's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is for sale." I'm like, "What?" He's like freaking out. Yeah. Like, obviously, you guys know better than me when it comes to the NBA. But they they set yeah, the team stuff. So. I'm trying to I'm trying to go ham this MLB season. I'm gonna buy a I'm gonna buy a bunch of cards and I'm gonna beat everybody. <laughs> Get my uh my. Stuff. I mean, look, it looks like I mean, look, our, I mean, league, our league is wild, right? Like the uh, football league is wild, Buster. I mean, look, I ended up. Yeah. Nineteenth. Uh, oh wow! Who won? Is that Schnitzel? Yes, <laughs> Schnitzel FC. Um, Congrats! How do you find them? Like, how do I find these people IRL so I can send them something? Probably just ask them to know. prove. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way. Come into your DMs. Yeah, I mean, if you are well, if you're Schnitzel FC, uh, you know you won the league. So last week, so let's give it here. Let me post Buster. It's Buster share on Twitter here. I just shared it for everybody. Hey. Um, it won the battle, not the war, right? This is a, they still got a, enough enough games to play. Let's see I know, this, but, so. but I, you know, I had I had tweeted out that um, you know I'm going to give a Neymar card to someone in the league. So oh, you know, yeah. I think it's only fair that we give it to the person who won. And then uh, after this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and pick uh, someone from here, but they have to be in the UK for me to give them EPL tickets. So that's that's uh, that's definitely harder. Uh, oh, here members. Oh, there you go, Schnitzel FC. Joined schnitzel, on schnitzel. Schnitzel, schnitzel. <laughs> so I gotta find that schnitzel person. Uh, so if you are schnitzel FC, uh, you know, congratulations. And I think they won it with all free cards. Manzo. Wow, yeah, it looks yeah, I, you get, you get 20, you get 20 free commons when you sign up. Yeah, dude, that person won with no look, he's got nothing, he's only got one card and he's selling for two bucks. That's wild. So you won uh you won the 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 limited Neymar card. So please reach out to me via the DMs or to the rug radio account. We'll try and find you. Um and then we'll give you the cards. And then after I'm gonna run a draw and we'll post on rug radio uh to see who won the, the football tickets. But uh you have to be in the uh you absolutely have to be in the in the um, in the what is it? I think I slightly beat you this week, right? I don't know how or why, but I think we had very similar teams. But I think I'm like 20 places above you, so that's this kind of fair. All right, let's let's edit the lineup. I, I want to. How do you edit your lineup? I just exit, right? Okay, there you go. So, to be fair, though, like I don't think you should change your team. I think this your team is a good is lineup. I'm keeping the same lineup. So I'm putting Holland 
So what's my lineup? Let me show people my lineup this week. Uh, Haaland, I'm still, I'm still, listen, I'm still getting started. It's my second week in a row playing this, and I'm actually really excited about it. Farouk FC is going to win. I fired Harry. Sorry, Harry, if you're listening to this. Mr. Crisp, you're no longer my team manager because you were supposed to help me, and we finished 211th. I've turned 80. So I've sacked my manager officially on the show. And I am now my own manager. So there's 281 people. Uh, actually, man, I find it pretty cool. But the founder of Sorare uh, just retweeted you. <laughs> hey, uh, there you go. I thought that was pretty gangster. It just happened during the show. Look, right there. So if you go to Nicola Julia, uh, the founder of Sorare, or if you go to Pin Tweet, is, uh, is our league and our affiliate code. You can use, of course. You also don't have to. We don't really care for that. We just want people to play a league with us because it's fun. <laughs> so so definitely, you, all you have to do is go here and click uh, the league, and you'll be redirected uh, to uh, to the to the football league. And the basketball league, uh, we posted as well on the night show. We did it yesterday. So go back to Gen Web 3 and, and check it out. But uh, we're definitely playing this, and we're going all the way. Like, we're actually playing the game. Uh, I know the EPL league um, is on like its way out, like it's sunsetting. It's at the end, but the ba- the playoffs for the NBA are going to be interesting, Buster, because this year, um, Sora actually has a playoffs game, uh, which can be no sick. Way. I don't believe they had it last year because uh, even Sobi oh, was like, big. like, yeah. So they're doing that, and there's the MLB team. So that's yeah. I gotta, big. I gotta get, I gotta really focus on my MLB. I was, I've been NBA focused for the last couple of weeks, but. It's uh, it's MLB time. This is going to be a big year for baseball, and this is the first full season that Sorare has had MLB. So, uh, it's a good time. Oh no, I'm being told that Hallen may be injured again this week. Is he injured though? Groin like, injury. Oh, that that's a tough. That's a yeah. tough one. <laughs> groin injury is tough, dude, because you kind of need your legs, groin. Uh, to run, I think, I think you got to hope that he plays. If he plays, he scores, right? So yeah. you just got to you got to take that risk every time. The John Gote guy said he said, "Yo, John Gote, are you from the UK? Because if you're from the UK, you may be our lucky guy." That sounds pretty French to me. John Gautier? Jo- I mean John. Yeah, I mean he would be Jean. Jean, yeah, he would be Jean. Jean Gautier. Jean Gautier. I think oh. he's like American, but like probably like his last name, like way back, comes from like France. Uh, you know what I mean? I think that would be it. <laughs> Let me invite the vertical crypto art team at the same Baruch, time. I'm, I'm repping my uh, so rare lineup here on my t-shirt. I've got oh, wow. Judge and Garrett Cole. <laughs> dude, that's, uh, dude went the whole nine yards. <laughs> I've, I've got them both. I didn't even realize till I sat back. I've got them both on my so rare team for the last couple of weeks. I love uh, that. Judge has been crushing it. Two home runs. I think he's like seven for 19 in his first few games. And Garrett Cole is the greatest pitcher on the New York Yankees. So. I love that. That's Happy pretty cool. That. Dude, John Gooch is from Canada, Toronto. But Paul Moon so happens uh, to be in the UK, Mando. And, and he, he finished up 20. Something makes me want to give him the EPL tickets because at the end of the day, I can't want to reward people that are actually listening to the show. They're actually here on YouTube comments and are like actual like fans of Rug Radio. So... If he's in the top 20, he's listening to the show and he's commenting, I think he gets it. And he has a Rug Radio PFP and I see him all the time in our mentions. Oh all yeah, the- that's that's a winner right there. That's, well, a, that's a winner. winner. Well, officially, I am therefore hereby announcing that Paul Moon Photography has won the two EPL tickets. Let's go, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Everybody's saying give it. Everyone's doing, he's up here. Half nursing's up here. Give it to him. Braxton, give it to him. Jose Paul Moon. Moon. Paul Moon. Paul Let's Moon. Let's get on stage. Paul Moon. Paul Moon. <laughs> Yo, Paul Moon, request to speak on Twitter Spaces. 
What uh, what game does he get? He gets any game he wants, right? Uh, I have to see where Jack Roberts of Sorab. I'm pretty sure he gets like whatever he wants for the rest of the, like the season. Look, and That's this is him. Baller. You've seen him in the comments. It's him. Yeah, of course. For the season, I thought it was just for one week. What do you mean? I mean, no, it's two tickets. It's not season tickets. It's like two tickets. Yeah, he, gets yeah, yeah. Bring, he gets to bring whoever he wants. But I'm pretty sure we can get him like Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man U, Man City. Like, I'm pretty sure we can get him any fucking thing he wants like in the UK. Like, Congrats, Paul. That's yeah, awesome. that's pretty cool. Congratulations, Paul. But it's good. If you're from the UK, though, and you listen to this show, you have a very high chance of winning these every week. Like... Because there's not that many people from the UK, and we have to make sure we give them to people in the UK. I mean, there's, there's 300 people playing the league. Paul Moon's done pretty well. I know. Top 20. But look, like my dog Minton saying I'm from the UK. I know they're playing. Look, like you may win next week. So uh, definitely, um, definitely uh, stay tuned. Decrypto saying such a big dub. It is a big W. So Paul Moon, congratulations on winning the two EPL tickets. I will circle back with you. I know who you are. I follow you already, actually. So I'll take care of that myself. Don't worry. You don't have to DM me or anything. And then um, Schnitzel, if you're in there, you finish first in the league. Uh, you won the Neymar card. But worst case, you know what? That's easy. I know his wallet, right? Because it's public on Sorare. I'll just send him the Neymar card because he won it. So he doesn't have to actually come and uh, and request. But I'd love to know who came first, like in the Rugby League. Like I think it's it's uh, it's pretty cool to find out. So the Paul Neymar card. Nice. What yeah. what year is the Neymar? I got um, last week. We got the limited card to give away this nice. week. Nice so and limited Neymar. That's pretty baller. It's limited Neymar, and there's only a thousand of them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, congrats. Tomorrow to whoever plays uh, the basketball league, I'm giving away a um, uh, Steph Curry limited. Yeah, mm. pretty cool. Let me know. Push. Let me know. I'll, I'll push that too. I'll make a short video about it. Perfect. I'll, I'll send it to you. I mean, well, the cool thing is like, again, like I think it's no secret that we're working with Sawyer and stuff. And it's cool to be able to just give shit away like that. Like, I think it's just so fun. It makes us excited, Rock Radio, uh, to be able to do that on the morning and it's night so show fun. and on your show, right? Every Friday, which is Yeah, and I've been doing these every week. I've been putting out a couple of these short videos just talking about the history of collectibles, uh, you know, with Sawyer being a, a, a key part of that. What's up? On YouTube? Yeah, the shorts are on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram. You know, we put them out on the Hoops Nation channel too. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just I'm, I've been diving into the history of collectibles through different assets. So like this last week, the one I just put up this morning, you know, on the T206 Wagner. Uh, and, you know, I did one a couple weeks ago on the mantle. But it's just the the evolution of collectibles has been so fun to see, you know, from physical 200 years ago to uh, digital in the last couple of years and now you know to the true utility that comes with digital combining with games that's actually done well you know because that is obviously uh you know not always the case so this you know seeing how how you know the sora game actually functions and is fun like it is fun um you know and just like that it's a new week every week like i lost my fantasy basketball uh league uh, last week in the championship played the whole season outstanding and then lost in the final week. And that was that. Whereas with Sower, I get to start new every week. It's a beautiful I thing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Look, I finished 200th and now I just, what I love also, like I just get to play confirm and just replay the same team. Cause I like right. my team. I just hope right. Highland is actually playing. As a matter of fact, I used to watch football growing up every week. Like I would never miss a match. And uh, it's funny, man, though, like the busier we get, like I play, I watch less and less sports. I watch every UFC event, so like, I love watching fights. But like, I watch less sports and football, and this is making me like sit down again on Sunday and like I don't know play the football match because it's the morning for me. And it's like I I love like for me the feeling of watching football takes me back to Europe. Like I just I don't explain it. Like 
something about it, like watching like Champions League and EPL and all that, super fun. But anyways, uh, Buster Socials are Buster Share, right? But they're a bit different on different platforms, right? Yeah, at Buster, just at Buster on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, Instagram and uh, TikTok. And then the Buster Show on, on YouTube. Uh, the Buster Show has a new Snapchat show as well, which is exciting. Uh, and then, yeah, at Buster Share on, on Twitter. My oh, full name. There you go. So I'm a put, I put them down there. I'm putting them here. So Buster on IG and TikTok. Buster Share on Twitter and at the Buster Show on YouTube. Definitely someone you, you should follow. I mean, Buster's like my little brother. I've known him for 10 years now at least. And uh, we've just been killing it, creating content, having fun together for a minute now. So definitely someone you want to follow, especially if you're like – a lot of people seem to be deep on like um, – this person is asking for socials. Actually, she's asking you to authenticate. Help me authenticate a Mickey Mantle ball. <laughs> so there's interesting things coming your way, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I can answer that question quickly. If you want to get something like a signature authenticated, there's uh, – you know, three main companies that do that as a service. Uh, one's called PSA, one's called JSA, and one called is called Beckett. If you look up any of those on Google, it'll give you the easy info, you know, yeah, and that'll get you to the right people. I love that. This is super cool. So definitely uh, check Buster out on all socials because his content is great. Buster, thank you for coming this morning on video. That was hella fun. I love that thank you did you. this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming. It's fun. You can hang out with us. We're going to be chilling. Uh, I'm going to go to the ver vertical crypto art team and refraction DAO, who just came up on stage. We can talk about the event next week in New York. But, 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 but first, Paul Moon, our big winner of the two EPL ticket, is on stage. Paul, let's go, baby. What is up, Paul? How Hello. you doing? How you living? How how are you? You all right? You all right, fella? We're great. I mean, congratulations. You won the EPL tickets. Which team do you want to go watch? Oh, probably Liverpool, but uh, I'm not sure where. But yeah, I just want to thank you very much. Well, yeah, really good. Thank you for being Perfect. a face of Web3, a rug video holder. Thank you for repping it as a PFP on Twitter. It means a lot. The Howdy trait is my favorite. It's the cowboy trait. And with the Havana bowler hat, it's sick. Uh, and the GN background is the same I have on my honorary because it's my favorite. Yeah. So I love your PFP. So, super biased. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank you for playing Sora with us, part of our league. And, and thank you just for being a just a super cool, like, you know, community member. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, lovely. And thanks, thanks, Mando. And uh, yeah, thanks, team. Cheers. We appreciate you, Paul. So I'll Cheers, reach out Paul. to you. Uh, just hang tight. Uh, maybe give me um, 24, 48 hours just to circle back with Sorare. Maybe send me, actually, you know what? If you could do me one little favor, DM me which team you want to go watch, and then uh, we'll make it happen. How's that? Perfect. I'll have a look at the fixtures and see where I can, uh, where I can get to. All right. You're in Liverpool, Perfect. man. So you never walk alone, baby. We never walk <laughs> alone. You have a yeah. Liverpoolian accent, though. You sound like you have an accent from like a no, no, Manchester. No, I'm, I'm Yorkshire, so it's the other side of the country. This is so cool. I want to live in the UK <laughs> for a bit. There's a part of my life where I'm going to need to live in the UK, like at least a year or two. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I I, really I, honestly, Farouk, I just cannot imagine you in Yorkshire. That's not in Yorkshire, but I live in London. Like, you know, <laughs> get a flat in Chelsea. <laughs> I think that would that would suit you. Yeah, I, I love London. My girlfriend like loves London. She wants to like live there and shit. I, I it's just a lot of fun. I miss going there. Um, hint to go more often. But you're gone now, so I only have Ovi. Yeah, I'll go Lisbon. Paul, thank you for coming up. Uh, just quickly, I mean, we didn't get to talk about Elon and Dogecoin, so we're not going to talk about Elon nor Dogecoin. We'll keep it to tomorrow. But, but. One of the things we didn't talk about for sure before I go to vertical crypto art is 
stubs. Today's code, rock.fm forward slash stubs. Are you ready? The code is Dogecoin. <laughs> I'm dead serious. D-O-G-E-C-O-I-N. The code for today's stubs and rugf.fm for slash reward, rug token reward to listen to earn is Dogecoin. So go to rug.fm forward slash stubs, S-T-U-B-S. And it's very simple. If you own any of the rug video NFTs, so it's our PFP, our rugs, or our um, a member passes, or if you want a DJ's access pass from Mando and Ovi's ecosystem, uh, you can just go out there, you pick one, you put the passcode in, it's Dogecoin, and you get to claim up to 100 free stops today. Just a reminder, we give them every single day for free. And this week, you get to collect a beautiful photography uh, photo that was um, that was taken by With Hearts, uh, With Hearts, which is our uh, featured artist of the week. If you want to listen more about his work, uh, go uh, go back to um, go back to the show yesterday, and I think it's the last like twenty minutes ish, um, and uh, definitely uh, check it out uh, because the photo's dope. I love how he put like the wrecked burger and rugs. Actually, the photo is called wrecked burger which is awesome and basically it's gonna be a hundred photos um available on friday uh so it's gonna be first come first serve it's gonna be open for two days as usual and you have to swap burn three stubs for one uh one of the photos up to a hundred so it's super cool shout out to with hearts for being the artist uh number two uh of uh, of uh, stubs we're super grateful and if you want to add more stubs of course there is a secondary market for them and as usual, you know, there's no rush. So this was a GDR first piece. And then this is a With Hearts second piece uh, that you can collect. So uh, can't wait for that. With Hearts, who is in the audience, just want to give him a big shout out again uh, because it's absolutely awesome. And he'll be back with us on Friday. So anyways, let's go uh, to our other guest today. Woo, this week is packed with guests. Let's go. I've gotten so good at juggling this, man, though. But <laughs> it's, it's tough. We have, I'm assuming, is it McCall? Yes, hey, GM, GM. Yeah, what's up, Queen? GM, how you doing? <laughs> Good, how are you doing? Oh, we are absolutely vibing. Actually, we were talking about NFT NYC, uh, Mando and I, before coming on the show. We're kind of like trying to make a soft uh, schedule. And, you know, what are we doing on April 12th? Well, let me tell you all what we're doing on April 12th and 13th. Uh, let me share it on the YouTube screen as well. I'm also going to make sure I pin it to uh, the Twitter spaces. So if you're in New York, on April 12th and 13th, come see us at the Proof of People and Refraction DAO uh, event. Refraction DAO is also on. So Refraction GM, who's behind the account? What up? It's Malcolm here. What's How up, Malcolm? You? How you doing? We're, we're chilling, Malcolm. We're chilling. we got Malcolm and McCool up here to talk about the event. Super exciting. So it is at Zero Space, uh, which is a, it's like, okay, Zero Space is fucking crazy. I'll let you guys explain in a minute. So definitely check it out. I'm going to pin at the top the link to come. It's a free event, and we're really uh, happy to be uh, presenting there. We will be hosting the show live uh, from there in the afternoon that day, and I hear that we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff. So, Nicole, Malcolm, let me take it to you. Maybe you want to explain to us what Proof of People is and, uh, you know, uh, just more about the event and Zero Space. Yeah, of course. Um, maybe I can start just kind of like talking about when Proof of People started. So um, the first time, the first edition of Proof of People actually happened last year uh, in London in July. And it's basically a festival that is dedicated to art, music, fashion and overall like culture of, uh, you know, Web3 and the NFT space. 
And so last year we did our first edition at Fabric, which is actually another really incredible venue uh, in London for the people who are UK based, I'm sure, or even Europe based. You'll know uh, what it is probably from nightclub and and clubbing. (laughs) And uh, basically we, yeah, we just completely uh, changed up the venue and and had like immersive installations, live minting, uh, music, uh, panels, talks, and for three days, uh, in July, in the middle of summer, which was a, a really great time. We just kind of like uh, had a really great time. And um, this year, we're bringing the same concept of Proof of People uh, to New York and partnering with uh, with Refraction, uh, who I'll let, I'll let Malcolm uh, talk about them as well. But uh, essentially, we're bringing the same concept. So really trying to, uh, you know, obviously like bring in like art, music, fashion, talks, panels. We have like gaming partners. We have art blocks. We have FXS. We have some free live minting of NFTs that are made specifically for the venue by some incredible artists. Uh, so there's a lot that's going to be going on throughout the two days. And, um, and yeah, we're super excited and we can't wait. This is uh, quite the lineup you got going on there. I mean, I pinned it to the top for the people that are, uh, curious about it. I mean, Yusu, Jimmy Edgar, X Charles, Young and Sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, Malcolm, talk to me more about this lineup you got going on. This is sick. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so all one interesting, like a couple interesting things about the lineup. So, you know, um, like Jimmy Edgar is going to be doing a very cool mint around it. Um, kind of working with all the artists on a lot of interesting things. Um, IX Shells, it's her first ever live performance of doing visuals. And she's working with her partners, Keen, who um, who are going to be doing like a full live set. And there could be a surprise that comes after that. Um, Sound Obsessed are doing all live mints from the stage. Um, it just kind of goes on and on. Yusu, it's pretty crazy. And, um, you know, there's over, I think, 100 artists, a bunch of incredible partners, you know, including like All Ships, who did some really sick curation as well. And, um, the way it's designed in there, it's kind of like going through a whole kind of like ecosystem of Web3. You know, we have like a dome that people are doing performances in or visuals. Then all the exhibition is designed by um, one of the DAO members, Craig Barrow, who was the, um, he was the exhibition designer for the late and great Virgil Abloh. And so, you know, really it's so much fun to work with Proof of People and VCA because, you know, about a year ago, we started talking about possibly doing something like this together because we've done about like 30 events around the world. You know, the DAO is focused on like events, drops, art, and has over 500 artists in it now. So, you know, really when this all came up, we thought this would be an incredible idea. And last year, probably the first big event we did was Zero Space. And so Zero Space as a partner of the DAO, we started talking to them about it and they're really getting involved this year. So there's going to be just like a lot of like incredible art, cool surprises, amazing music and um and of course the panels and talks that go for both days as well this is so sick i mean for those of you who are not familiar with zero space like you probably saw a lot of videos from like Beeple studios it's kind of like something crazy like that <laughs> it's kind of like i don't know how else to explain it so maybe re- yeah. correct me if i'm wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's really cool no it's crazy. it's about it's about fifty thousand square feet and actually last year Beeple came through during like a sneak preview with Josh Davis and a bunch of folks. And it was, it was very interesting. Like everyone was just kind of like, no shit, you know, like what is even going on here? And this year we're taking it to a whole other level. This is um, cool. And actually the technical director of zero space is Joshua Davis, who is basically like the OG of digital art. Yeah, like he's been Josh doing Davis. digital art for 
mm, over years. two decades. You know, yeah, like it's, it's years, insane. Yeah. So he's like the papa of yeah, yeah. art. He's, <laughs> and he's swagged up. I saw him at Beeple Studios. Yeah. I love Joshua Davis. I, he's definitely OG as, as it gets. I did not know he was involved in Zero Space which is super cool. I mean, sharing on the stream right now uh, some photos of Zero Space itself, uh, which is super, super, super cool. So, I mean, I'd love to hear more about the event, right? Like, and about the activations and all. Like, uh, I'm, I believe you made the event free, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Wanna, okay, cool. So, okay, so, I'm not... The registration for the event is completely free. So, I've, I've, there's, it's been to the top one of the... I, put, I, I pinned it to the top, but basically, if you just go on Proof of People account, you'll see that there's a free registration link. Anybody can, can sign up. And that's your, your ticket for like two days and, and one full night on the Wednesday night. And, uh, we're kicking it off on Wednesday at 2 p.m. with, uh, just a series of talks. So we have Eric from Art Blocks. We have obviously you. We have, uh, people from Red Dow. We have a lot of amazing artists, Mario Klingerman, uh, the FX Hash guys. Um, yeah, lo- loads like Michael from Sotheby's. So we have like a really mixed, mm-hmm. uh, talk and programming which does not only cover art, but actually covers like the web free, like ecosystem as a whole, uh, which will be very interesting. And then uh, during the evening, of course, we have performances and live performances that are starting from 7 p.m. onwards. And as Malcolm just said, you know, those those lineups will be obviously all like audiovisual live performances with live mints that are happening whilst the performers are playing and, 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 you know, singing and, and all of that. So there's, um, there's, there's a lot that will be going on. Of course, throughout the whole space, it's going to be filled with art everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we also have some live min- different live minting, like activations and stations in the space. So Mario Klingerman is doing a free AI activation and installation with a, with a live mint that anybody can can go and mint for free on the Tezos blockchain. Uh, with FX Hash, which is basically Sick. art blocks on, on Tezos, uh, we have eight artists that are releasing all new long-form generative art collections, including mm-hmm. Joshua Davis, who is actually releasing his first ever long-form gen art collection on FX Hash. And... Um, our blocks uh, will be there as well. So we have a station with them and Sick. some uh, uh, live mints that are happening there too. We have Nicholas Sassoon with a live mint. No. What else, Malcolm? Yeah, it's a giant. Um, <laughs> we're we're getting... Fuck? Nicholas Sassoon is doing this piece where we're projecting mapping like this giant back area. And I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say it's like very architectural. Yo. And it's like... So sick. It's like Damn. it's like imagine a like an architectural Sassoon and it's like very similar to what he's done like historically for his big projections. It's it's incredible. It's gonna go off in the space what? and a little bit more alpha. Sassoon did a drop with Yusu last year for Islands, and that's gonna be the visuals for Yusu set, which has never been like never happened, like it's gonna happen there as well. That so is so sick. And then so I talked a bit about the dome. There's about 15 different pieces that are going to be in this mini dome inside the space where you can go in kind of like 15, 20 to people. And basically like there are all these like AV pieces that will like play throughout in the dome. So it's kind of like, it's going to be a real trip, you know? Like you really can go through all these different like areas and aspects of, you know, the art and then, you know, further than that as well. This is, we have Camilla in the chat on YouTube saying, I'm flying to New York just to get the Mario NFT. <laughs> but, but this is great. I, I'm, I'm, by the way, while you're talking, I'm just like on the screen on YouTube, like sharing 
like the proof of people account was shared everything like all ships i mean the fam like you know uh dave krugman's gonna be there i mean everyone's gonna be there Ro i saw rob ness share about it. i can't wait to see his crazy ass <laughs> yeah rob ness is gonna be there he was rob he ness. was at proof of people last year as yeah. well and he's just like you know and for everybody who's met rob ness like he's just Basically, all the caps lock he yeah. he puts. Then you meet him in real life, and he's like the, the sweetest same. human being ever. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, you have everybody going on this thing. I mean, if you are an art enjoyer or a collector or just someone in the space that is curious about the incredible things happening uh, on the art side of the NFT space and the use of it, this incredible technology. This is where you want to be. And it's completely free. Okay. Like it's free. And Brooklyn happens to have the best pizza. So I don't know what else to tell y'all. And on top of that, we'll be there. Because Rug Radio, like a lot of people ask me, Farouk, you're doing an event in New York. You're doing an event in New York or meet up. No, we're not. This is where we will be in New York. So if you want to meet us in New York, myself, OSF, who, by the way, when OSF was in Dubai and you saw the crazy piece that I think Mooncat bought for 20th, which was an audiovisual experience, was thanks to McCall and Vertical Crypto Art that put his work out there in Dubai. So this is the people that he went out with. So if you're familiar with the show, you're obviously familiar with Ovi and his trip to Dubai. <laughs> and so, and, and when he went out there and was talking about it, so it's an incredible way to come and meet your favorite artist, the most important artist part of this literal digital revolution and some of the incredible brightest minds behind it, such as Snowfro and many, 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 many more people, Joshua Davis and whatnot. And of course, the vertical crypto art team is fire. Refraction DAO is fire and will be there all day. So uh, the event, I believe, uh, Nicole, do you want to remind maybe like the times of the event on both days? And there's even a party on Wednesday night. Like, come on. Absolutely. So uh, the Wednesday, it's going to be opening from 2 p.m., until 12 a.m. in the evening. So literally, like, if you're around uh, New York, whatever you're doing, I know a lot of people have a lot of plans, just come through at any point during that day. And then on Thursday, we open again at 12 p.m. until approximately 8-ish or so. So there's, like, two full days of programming, art, music, talks, uh, installations, live minting. You can get a lot of free NFTs. So, uh, yeah, come through. Come find us. This is you. Yeah. This is sick. Sorry, Malcolm, go ahead. I, I'm just really tripping over this. No, no. <laughs> it's um, it's definitely, if anyone's come to any of the refraction events around the world at Art Basel mm -hmm. Miami or at NFT NYC last year, it's definitely going to be on that level, but even crazier. So, you like, know how to throw those fucking events. I was pissed <laughs> off. I keep missing it. Now I'm like, when I got told proof of people this year and with Hana, I mean, our the community got to meet Hana yesterday on our town hall. By the rugby town was yesterday if people want to listen back. But um, when she said this proof of people and this is what they're doing, I was like, um, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's amazing. Yeah, no brainer. I mean, vertical crypto art legend. When I joined the space, it's one of the people, the groups that you look up to when it comes to art collection, whatnot, refraction, Malcolm, it's a pleasure to finally get to meet you. And I can't wait uh, to get to meet you in person, um, in New York. So it's super exciting. It's all pinned at the top. It's proof of people. I believe the username those were three O's. Yeah. That's why I thought. That's why we tagged the wrong one. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, they got our proof of people um, handle and we couldn't get it back. It's oh, like we've asked so many times. We we messaged the handle and they're they're I don't know. It's like a a long lost Twitter account. I mean, this is the bullish th thesis on ENS. I mean, Mando's getting impersonated on Twitter and that person stole another ETH from someone last week, which sucks. Oh, and no. uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's always like this is gonna be fun. So a bunch of free NFTs from some of the biggest artists in the space brooklyn vibes which is by the way i'm sorry to the new yorkers out there and i'm no new yorker but 
kind of better than New York vibes. Uh, and then, oops. Uh, and then <laughs> I like Brooklyn vibes a lot. Brooklyn's the shit, right? Um, and then uh, two days of incredible art, incredible minting experiences. I'm pretty sure some of your favorite artists and people in founders space are all going to be like there. We're going to be there. Uh, 100%. If you're part of Rug Radio, make sure you come because it's a great way to meet me, to meet Mando, to meet Ovi, and to meet the, the Rug Radio team. Actually, my whole team is going to be out there. Loxie, my co-CEO, and some incredible uh, artists, uh, part of the ecosystem, and be there. So, I mean, McCall, Malcolm, before we take off, I'll give it to you both if you have any uh, final words here, but I'm sure we'll be talking about the event more uh, uh, next week as, uh, as we get closer to it. Yeah, I mean, on our end, just, you know, can't wait to see you. Can't ha- wait to have everyone there. It's... um. You know, it's an honor to work in a space like this and really do something that's bringing together so much of the ecosystem in one place. And one other thing is like all contributors to events that we do are also brought into the DAO. So we actually give tokens to everyone who comes in. So in your case, you're going to actually get to become part of the DAO. So super excited to see you in person and, you know, really meet and jam and everything else. I can't wait. I'm super, super excited. Mando, I think Mando's only coming for what? One night, two nights just to make this? Two nights? Are you muted? Amazing. Yeah, Mando's on the stream with me. Um, two nights. Two nights. So he's flying for two nights just to be able to make this. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. That's, so That's amazing. All the way from Yeah, here. just like register. We pinned it to the top. So just make sure you register. Just make sure you you come by, whether it's during the day or during the evening. There's, you know, there's a lot going on and uh, and everybody will be there. So can't wait. 100. I just retweeted again for those who are on YouTube because a bunch of people always on YouTube. If you go to my Twitter, uh, I retweeted it. So it's the last post on my Twitter. I tweeted the proof of people account directly. So make sure you follow them. You should follow them anyways because they do dope art stuff like all around the world. So if you thought that people studio stuff was fun from the videos, uh, proof of people throws events like that type like all the time and they're really cool and there's a ton of artists that are involved. So Nicole, Malcolm, thank you so much for coming today. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk again early next week. We should talk about this. We're, we're going to cover NFTNYC probably on Monday and talk about all the events that we're going to be attending. And if you want to see us watch uh, host a show live, uh, we're going to be hosting it on the 12th live from there. It's not going to be in the morning. It's going to be in the afternoon. Uh, we're doing a special uh, from Proof of People directly. So if you even want to like come and crash the show, like literally come, like literally come. It's going to be sick. We're going to do video. We're going to do audio. And it's going to be super, 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 super sick. So make sure you come by. So Malcolm Mickle, Thank you for coming up today. Appreciate y'all. Thank, Thank you. you for Thank you. Know, you. to see you. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. Thank you for allowing Rogue Radio to be a part of your incredible event uh, with some incredible people. Uh, Can't wait. Hell yeah. Now I'm starting to feel the new, like usually I feel it only like on the weekend before because like attention span in the space is so little, but I'm starting to feel it. Like I'm starting to feel that the next event is coming. It makes me really excited because I love, love seeing my friends. So anyways, with that, that was another great episode of Jam Web 3 on Rock Radio. We'll see y'all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's... Where's my branding thing? Go! And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day GM, GM On this beautiful day Good morning to Web 3 With Morocco, Sepp and Mando Tune in live at 10 on road radio it's a beautiful day have a beautiful day gmgm road radio